What is up? Welcome back to the Social Skills for Dummies podcast. It's the host Dallas. Appreciate you so much for listening. Um, in today's episode, I want to talk about like some of the first times in my life I personally began to draw parallels between, you know, business and marketing and relationships because I've been in a relationship for seven years, uh, seven and a half years now. It'll be eight soon. So, uh, and I want to talk about essentially how, as someone who's courting a young lady. You know, as in you, the audience, the viewer, you know, you're getting to know young women or, you know, um, even young men. It, it doesn't matter. Like any person that you're interacting with, um, you know, essentially the strategy, in, you know, the philosophy and the principles that guide whether that interaction will be successful or not. You know, um, if you're having trouble keeping people interested in you, if you're having trouble, you know, getting dates, if you're having trouble ascending dates to the next level, um, it all comes down to the strategy. Or this kind of this kind of way of going about it, a way of seeing it. Um, I don't have my charger for my laptop today, so I'm using my little live microphone. So if it sounds kind of kind of cho- like choppy, my apologies. I'm um, also like not crazy below the weather, but I'm a little more tired than usual today, and so if I sound like kind of monotone, my apologies also. But um, let's get into this episode. You know, I remember, um, man, for a lot of times, like. And by the way, listen to your body. Like I rested all yesterday. I didn't post it ep- a single episode. Listen to your body. Your body won't lie to you. Um, you know, I used to say like God created the world in seven days. You know, I'm not a religious person, but supposedly that's what happened. And I think it's important to emphasize like on the seventh day he rested. You know what I mean? If he need rest, you need rest. You know what I mean? Um, but what I want to get into this episode, like I remember some of the first times. Like, my relationship and my business, they kind of, like, grew and developed at the same time. Like, a lot of the understandings that I gained from business were also some of the understandings that I took from our relationship. And they both applied to each other and vice versa. Um, because if you think about it, you know, it's, it's on the basis of the same things in a business or in the businesses that I was um, making. One of the things that I wanted to do was just build relationships with people to the point that they, they would pay me. They loved me enough to actually give me money. You know, essentially what that entails is ascending a relationship. Um, and in, in a relationship, obviously, it's the same thing. You, know, you want to build enough good emotions and goodwill. Um, you want to ascend the relationship to the part, you know, to the point where you get rewards from it. Whether it be, you know, intimacy or whether it be marriage or whether it be, you know, happiness. Even just happiness is a currency coming out of your relationship. Sometimes it can, in some, in some periods of your life, it can be a rare thing. And so I want to tell you about the first time I drew a parallel between, you know, uh, one of the most significant times I drew a parallel between business and, and, and my personal life. So I remember like when I first started business, um, you know, that's all I want to do. I wanted to, you know, get rich from the business. And that involved, you know, selling people things, um, getting something out of it. Um, you know, I, I read all the like the classic books or, or I understood the classic mantras of those books like, Gary Vee always talks about something called jab, 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 right hook, you know, which that means give value, give value, give value, and then you go for the sale. Um, and so, but my first, like first uh, original forms of doing that were kind of elementary because I really didn't understand what it meant to give value. You know, what I thought it meant give value was give a product and then they give you money. Like it was the exchange, but it's jab, 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 right hook, not jab, right hook. So let me tell you my experience with that. I remember when I first started the business beat buddy system, I talk about this all the time, so I'm going to be super brief with it. You know, um, essentially, the way the business was run for me was, you know, I would set a product on the landing page and I would run money. I mean, I would run ads to the landing page um, and I thought I would get rich from that. Um, and it never really happened that way. 
um, I remember like I would set up like a landing page at first I was using Wix and I would run ads to it and I would wake up in the morning thinking I was gonna have hella sales and be hella rich like all the people online that were saying that that's what happened for them um, and it never happened I would wake up so disappointed like I really went in that cycle for years years I would wake up and check my Wix page and I eventually moved on to ClickFunnels to so check my ClickFunnels page and it just be a big, big fat zero on the screen if you're in business or you're in marketing whatever you understand that's probably one of the most you know <laughs> hard hard moments of your life you know the first hundred times that happens because it'll hardly happen a hundred or so times if you're in business if you're in marketing um i remember you know as time gone on you know just really listening to the marketing secrets podcast listening to russell brunson listening to frank current listening to all my marketing mentors you know and um really trying to wrap my head around what that what, what the idea of value means like its value is a broad and ambiguous word if you want something out of your relationship essentially in this episode the first thing you'll understand is that you have to provide value to that person in some form of currency and i do want to say all currencies count beauty is a currency you should be beautiful as a young man um and um i'm building a program to kind of help with all this soon if you want access to the program just download the free pdf it'll teach you the first seven steps um, for free, seven habits at www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash seven habits, it's the number seven um, that's really the only way you're going to hear about the program um, but yeah, I'm still thinking through the, like, the details of it and all that So, but 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 you have to provide value and beauty beauty is a, is a currency beauty is a value, that's actually the first value people interface with when they see you, I'm pretty sure like, oh this person, like, probably is your energy oh this person like seems interesting, oh this person's cute, you know, um these things do count, you know. They aren't they aren't the end all be all, but it lowers the threshold for what you need in terms of social skills and effort and things like that. Um, not totally, but in a in a weird way, in a weird way. If you have both, you're a full package, and it's just a lot easier, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm 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 providing value, whatever that means, and um, I'm listening to my mentors. I'm I'm getting more and more complex in my understanding of what value is but there's not a singular word or definition to come there's not a systemization to what that word actually means that I can follow through on and so I started upgrading with time okay at first I was just running ads to a landing page zero dollars um I'm trying to get this sale I'm trying to get the sales the same way you might be trying to get the intimacy you might be trying to get off you know trying to get a, a relationship trying to get marriage like you're trying to send the relationship somewhere I'm I'm trying to get this relationship to the point where we can have this exchange and we both win uh, the next step okay I build a click funnels account and so I build a suite of products. So, okay, maybe maybe they didn't want this product. So I'm building a suite of products. This is the value they want. This is the value that they've been looking for. Um, and in you know, long story short, that doesn't work either. Um, value can come in so many different forms. And so I'm thinking, okay, maybe maybe they want better stories. Maybe they want better copy. Maybe they want better images on my ads. I'm changing the images. I'm changing the ads. You know, I'm changing the landing page. Like I'm changing everything. I'm changing the headlines. Like what is you know, maybe they want me to speak to them in a different way because sometimes the words you use is the value that people are looking for. The stories you use are the value people look for. That bombs as well. Um, and so I started to get more complex. You know, Frank Curran has this strategy he calls uh, intent-based branding. And so uh, essentially how the strategy works is that, you know, you, pu- you publish content and the people who follow that content, then you retarget them. You've given them a free gift first. It's kind of like the podcast. I give you a free gift first. If you like it, you can get another free gift. And if you like it, you can actually explore some of my paid options uh, to help you get there better and faster and more efficiently. Um, it's jab, 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 right hook. But there are three jabs. Okay, so I'm working on all this content on Facebook. And then the people who watch content, I retarget them and send them more ads. And send them more ads. And send them more ads. And then I finally send them an ad to the landing page. Um long story short all these forms of of providing value they bomb and i'm really not understanding why they're bombing you know um 
it wasn't until I came across, you know, this 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 concept by Stephen Larson. Um, Stephen Larson is one of the markets I look up to. Uh, called a campaign, okay. And I remember he's saying like, you got to run a campaign. I'm like, well, that campaign is when you go and launch a Facebook ad. That's a campaign, right? Um, he's like, no. Um, in his video, he's like, people think that's what a campaign is, but that's not what a campaign is. Um, he says, if you want to do appropriate, uh, you know, a proper marketing campaign, you need it. You need a marketing calendar, and you need to set the campaign at least 90 days out. And um, essentially, what you want to do is you want to write a bunch of events on the calendar that lead up to your main sale, that lead up to your main event. And he said, that's what providing value is. This is one of the lines that hit me the most. As a marketer, what you are first and foremost is an event planner. You throw many parties that lead up to the big celebration. And I don't know if it hits you like it hits me, being that you might not be a marketer, and I am. But it's just that phrase that changed my entire perspective on what it meant to be a business owner and what it meant to be a marketer. I mean, because as a marketer, as a business owner, one of the first things that you'll do is you'll step into the game and you'll you'll try everything on a fast scale. You'll try everything very quickly. And so you'll run Facebook ads over the course of seven days and expect to get a sale at the seven, end of the seven days. Um, you'll make content, you'll make videos, and you'll expect to get purchases within that same seven-day window. And when Stephen Larson said that, it kind of brought me back to what Frank Kern said about intent-based branding. Um, and I was doing it all incorrectly because I missed this major detail. One of the most important parts about intent-based branding is that the concept is you put out a bunch of con- like uh, the concept is you put out a bunch of content, and in a 30-day window, you know most people most people aren't going to buy in a 30-day window. You know they want to get to know you first. They want to feel like you've done something for others. They want to provide. You want to build rapport with them. You want to build value first. He he uses like a bowl of marbles uh, as an example. The bowl of marbles are going is the people that's going to buy. So he takes out one marble. He's like, this is the amount of people that are going to want to buy in 30 days. He takes out a few more marbles. These are the people that want us to buy in 60 days. And he pours out the entire bowl of marbles. This is the amount of people that's going to buy in 90 to 100 to 365 days. Marketing is a long game. And not only is it a long game, it's a game about breadcrumbing people's way to value, to the point of value into which they are ready to engage in a win-win situation by providing events, by providing many celebrations and many parties. And it kind of made me think about my own life. What are the most, like, one of the things that, Troubles that I was having in a relationship at the time was my girlfriend was always say, "Oh, we we're not we don't really go anywhere. It's like this is like, it's kind of like it's, I'm bored a little bit sometimes. Like we don't we don't go anywhere, we don't celebrate anything, and then we would go out like randomly. We would go out to some place and like we would have a little bit of fun, but it wouldn't be crazy fun. It wouldn't be enjoyable. And so when these marketers marketers said like it'd be enjoyable, but it's not like whoa we went out somewhere it was amazing. But then it got to me got me thinking like when these market said marketers said this, like. What are the funnest days me and my girlfriend would have? What are the best days of our lives? And the more I thought about it, it was like, hmm, well, birthdays, always enjoy birthdays. We got a birthday coming up. We're going to be headed to uh, another city, San Diego. Um, I'm super excited for it. We're both super excited for it. These are always the best days. What are the other days? Anniversaries. Those are always super exciting days. Um, what else? Christmas, holidays, things like that. Like, if you think about the most exciting days in your life, um, they're usually days where, like Stephen Larson says, you have a marketing calendar, um, and 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 these days are finite set dates in the future that you can predict for many many days in advance, and they have you know uh, turning point moments that define whether you're getting closer to that day or not. Miniature events. Okay, we're talking about this. We're talking about the birthday. Blah, blah, blah. 
Okay, now we're planning for the birthday. We're planning for the birthday. Okay, now we're packing up for the birthday. Okay, now we're saving up for the birthday. Now we purchased the hotel for it. Like, there are these little mini events that build up excitement, that build up momentum. So when the event comes, it's like all the investments finally paid off and you get to enjoy it. That's the concept. And so when these marketers were talking about this and I started to think about my own life, when they started to talk about campaigns, what I realized is that, you know, as a young guy who's in a relationship uh, or even a young guy who's single, like as a man in this world or as a woman in this world, depending on how you interface with or as, as a person in this world, I would say one of your one of your primary functions as a human being is is a marketer. And what that means to be a marketer is you build campaigns, you build miniature events uh you're you're an event planner you build events that roll into events that roll into events that build up to the big set off that's all you do now and and, and that is how you breadcrumb value to the point where people are ready to win-win because i promise you you know uh i'm not even gonna get into that and so in format episodes i said you know um the most important thing in relationships and building relationships is all about the energy exchange People want to move from places of low energy to places of high energy. And so they concentrate themselves around big balls of energy. Um, so, uh, you know, so for example, like people want to, like if they're, you know, depressed or sad, they put on like music to, to increase their state. People want to go for state increases. Um, in, in, in if people, people wait all week for Friday so they can go to the club, they can turn up, they can drink, that increases their state if they're in a lower state. People wait all year to go on vacation or experience the holidays, these bumps in state. If you look at it from a marketer's perspective, essentially what we do uh, and what makes, you know, people dealing with people more effective and, and it, you know, it, it makes getting to the stages in, in relationships and ascending relationships more easy and more effective if you look at it from that perspective. Not only are you breadcrumbing people to events, but you're breadcrumbing small pieces of energy, small pieces of dopamine to the one big splash of dopamine. And I don't know why it is, but that is just how the human brain works. They want you to breadcrumb them into a bigger scene. So how does this apply in practical terms? What I realized is that in my relationship, there was a lot of stagnance because I wasn't being, I wasn't serving the role of a marketer. I wasn't being the event planner, you know, um, and it may be the same way for you in life. Um, if you want people to be excited about hanging out with you, if you want people to be happy to be with you, if you want people to be, you know, the, um, the, the human mind for whatever reason, it wants closure. You know what I'm saying? And if you open a loop and you never close it because you're breadcrumbing them to something greater, then they'll always stick along with you. They always want to be happy. They'll always be excited to see you. Um, a lot of relationships start and die because, you know, you might talk to somebody and they might be fond of you, uh, but it doesn't lead anywhere. It's just the same stagnant thing over and over again. People want to be led on a chase. Essentially, what I'm saying is as a, as a, as a, young, like as a young guy and you're approaching women or, or if you're approaching guys, like... People want to be led on a chase. People want to be invited into a party. People want excitement. People go from low states to high states. And essentially your entire function, your entire job, just to simplify this episode, is to breadcrumb them and slowly maneuver them from one state to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. That is essentially how you win. And so you want to have excitement in your life. You want to be an event planner in your life. You always want to be on the go. You always want to give people something to look forward to. So you have a conversation with somebody or you see somebody, you lock eyes for the first time. That's an event in itself. You lock eyes with them again. You want to build up the excitement like, okay, is this person going to say something? Is this person going to talk to me? Boom. Then the first event happens, a conversation. Okay, you talk. Okay, you break with them. You can feel the tension building. They're probably thinking, okay, is this person going to ask me, like, ask me to somewhere? Boom. You ask them out on a date. You ask them for... You know the you know the next event, um, 
yeah, I'm probably not explaining this the best. You know, like I said, I'm a little, I'm a little run, runny, but I, I hope this episode is, is giving you some ideas. Um, essentially, what I'm saying, oh, it, it, so you you write them out to a date, okay? That's an event. Um, so they have the date, and they're wondering, okay, what happens next? Like, what's the next event? Like, people always are wondering, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? What level? Like, what? What is the next level? What is the next highest state of energy that this person's going to bring me on? Um, you have to be a walking walking party. And essentially, in order to do that, you have to live an exciting, party-filled life. Um, as a young man, you have to always have friends. You have to always have access. You know what I mean? Not not crazy access, but, you know, like if there's a work party going on, you should be going there. Or you should be throwing it. You know, um, you should always have somewhere, somewhere that you're, something that you're involved in, somewhere that you're going. And so, you always have on your schedule a list of events that people can be invited to and that people can jump into and that people can follow with you through um and that's the only way to hold people's attention that's the only way to hold people's excitement um you have to live a full life you have to have people that come into your life wondering and guessing like what what next is going to happen in this person's life you know that i can be a part of um and it seems weird and transactional but that's that's the way a lot of our minds work you know we've been trained by the society that we've been raised into to like oh man like let's let's like let's gear up for like we wait the entire week to party on the weekend like let's wait for this exciting event or to rest on the weekend if that's your form of currency as a party like that's your form of currency as a party um i don't know i feel like i'm just making this one super messy but the point i'm making is that you have to have a full life you have to have a, a excitement filled life you have to have a party filled life every week no matter what it is if it's just going to the beach to have a to kick back if it's going to the beach to have a bonfire if it's walking and hiking through the forest whatever you love because it could be anything it could be mundane to the average person but if you can have you know saying um things that you love things that get you excited things that you can look forward to and you can pull people into that and there's always something going on there's always something building to the next thing you're more likely to win and keep winning um yeah, you have to think about uh, your relationships and the people that you meet uh, from the perspective of a marketer. You have to plan events. Um, you have to give them the value, give them the value, give them the value before you ask for any sale, before you give them the right hook. You have to, uh, it's, it's like a movie, man. Like, you, you know, you know, you, you like the young lady in the movie, she meets Leonardo DiCaprio at, at the mall. And then she figures out he's famous. And he invites her to this Hollywood Hills party. And then they go to this after party, this super after party. I went to, you know, like, and it's just like, a, it's like a fairy tale almost. Um, you have to structure, you know, your life um, and, and the routes that people take as they engage in your life and intentfully and with great power. That's really all I have to say in this episode. I don't think I could say it any better. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know, if you want to learn the seven habits www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash seven habits that's the number seven not the word seven habits so it'll be up Wednesday I appreciate you so much for listening thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you